I talk about the energetic component, how we are energetic beings. Mm. And if you take the energy away from everything on this planet, there is no planet, there is no trees, there's no nothing. And so everything has an energetic is made up of energy. Welcome to Into the Light podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey, along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Into the Light. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Today we have Nadine Stinnett. Nadine is a spiritual empowerment mentor. Her journey towards the true healing began after experiencing debilitating pain following the birth of her second child. Frustrated by conventional medicine's limitations, she explored alternative modalities, delving into the power of meditation, energy healing, and food. Now she shares her wisdom and support to guide others on their path to wellness and self-discovery. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Nadine. How are you doing? Great. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to to have you on because I I know that I actually reached out to you on social media because I saw some of the posts you're doing and, you know, empowering others and uh, providing a lot of just actual helpful information. And originally I was noticing that you're talking about issues around, um, you know, fibromyalgia and healing that. So uh, yeah, that was really interesting to me. So thank you for for being on my show today. <laughs> well, you're so welcome. I'm so glad to have this opportunity because all of the posts that I'm making and um, all the social media content that I'm putting out there, it's meant to um, hit people in many different levels, right? It's yeah. meant to communicate, um, not just with the eyes and what you read, but to resonate within their souls for, because we all need healing. The human experience, right, is a tough one. Then we all have trauma. We all have things that need to be healed and it may manifest in a physical form and it may manifest in mental, emotional issues. There's a lot of different ways that um, balance manifests. And Mm. so that's what I try to get out there with my um, Facebook and Instagram, that it's way deeper. Yeah, it is deeper. And it's something like you said, it feels like we're all going through right now as a collective uses. To me, I talk a lot about the greatest global consciousness awakening that humanity has ever seen. And I personally have my book, Ascension is the New Attraction and talking about what I was learning about in this process of uh, ascension. (laughs) I don't know, do you you talk about that uh, law of attraction and things like that uh, with your clients? Or how do you start to talk about some of these things that are happening in the universe right now? Oh, absolutely. I talk about the energetic component, how we are energetic beings. Mm. And if you take the energy away from everything on this planet, there is no planet, there is no trees, there's no nothing. And so everything has an energetic 
is made up of energy and right. energy that's being delivered into the universal consciousness right now or from the universal consciousness right now into us as hu- humanity is mm-hmm. incredible and it's escalating and it's going faster and faster because if people notice i always tell my clients that if you notice how fast time is going right up, time is speeding up little saying speeding. that <laughs> yes it's speeding up and they're awakening quicker and quicker. It's amazing mm. how what people believed yesterday, today mm-hmm. they're questioning those beliefs. And, right. But I think that the the uh, crux of it is, is that we haven't been taught what to do with this awakening, right? Because we mm. haven't been taught to really listen to ourselves. We've been taught to listen to everything outside of ourselves. Mm. And so we look for all these ways to feel fill fear, anxiety, uncertainty, doubt, all of those things, we look outside of us to try to fill that angst inside of us when the truth is, is that it all lies right within us. And right, everything within us. (laughs) Yes, but the universe is trying to tell us that is inside, but we Mm. haven't been properly instructed on how to do that. So that's what that's enter me. That's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Um, So would you say that this whole spiritual healing process, awakening, if you will, everyone healing their traumas is all maybe a process of us uh, each looking within our own selves, or is that the messaging that we're kind of getting from the universe right now? (laughs) I definitely think it's the message from the universe because Uh, there's only so much outside of ourselves that Mm -hmm. we can utilize in order to heal ourselves right Mm -hmm. so um i I guess i'll go with shamans what do shamans do with plant medicine right they might take a dandelion root and say you need to drink this dandelion root tea and so you you, people say oh well i'll drink the tea but i don't think that's going to heal my problem Mm -hmm. but it's not the it's the implant of the energetic intention that is put in there by someone who's powerful enough to understand how effective that is. That's what really works. And yeah. that's how it works. Right. Yeah. You know, and I know they, they talk about things like the placebo effect and how much of this holistic healing is real or like, you know, but I've been learning myself that it's that, that element of consciousness, like that we are, able to understand something or believe it and you know or have the facilitator of someone who understands it and believes it and then that's how a lot of the healing does occur would you agree with that absolutely i agree with that Mm. consciousness is the key to everything because which brings me to most of us live unconsciously our day-to-day life we go through the motions we do everything that we're supposed to do and we do it unconsciously we don't do it with any reverence we just jump from one task to another throughout the day. And then we go to bed and we get up and we do it all over again when Mm -hmm. that is unconscious creation. So that is life happening to you. That's Mm -hmm. not you taking charge. That's why all these courses on manifesting your desires and all this manifestation, why people fall short because Mm -hmm. they, it literally isn't working because your consciousness, you're not creating consciously, you're creating unconsciously and you stay. Mm. Once you're taught to create consciously, then you can manifest what you want. Yeah. What do we do to fix that? (laughs) Well, I think what we do to fix that is slow down a little bit Mm -hmm. and 
and educate ourselves on what is kind con- what's happening take a look at your day what part of your day is unconscious what part of your day is conscious mm-hmm. um so when we consider that conscious and unconscious creation creation's happening all the time we're creating all the time with our thoughts right, right? the mind right. is extremely powerful but we're not taught how to actually harness the power of our mind which is consciousness and so once you learn how to tap into those, to that consciousness that resides within you that you're creating with all day long anyway, mm. learn how to do it consciously rather than unconsciously, which is really all about awareness, just being aware, being right. aware of your thoughts, of just observing what's happening throughout your day, observing how you feel on the inside. Are you mm-hmm. reacting? I know for myself, it's still sometimes very difficult not to just react when something happens. Right. And we want to regulate our reactions more. It's a process of uh, self-regulation. I hear about even with the somatic techniques for, you know, healing the nervous system. So all of those things seem important because it's like an entire uh, self-care process that we have to do, right? You're talking about daily affirmations, meditations. What do you recommend? Like, do you have a certain daily thing that you work with your clients to, you know, put into place for them? Well, daily, I ask people just to put little post-it notes in places and say, what are you thinking right now? Mm, Um, Okay. Are (laughs) Are those thoughts serving your highest good? So when you stop to think, wow, are these thoughts serving my highest good? Because what we don't realize is that the thoughts that we repetitively have in our head day in and day out, they're actually pre-paving a path for us, right? So Mm -hmm. every day when we get up, we have an opportunity to change what we experience and how we experience it throughout the day. So that Mm -hmm. awareness of putting, if you need to put notes, put reminders on your phone, just, just real quick. They're not real time consuming things. They're just fast things that you can do to really tune in to what you're thinking and what you're doing, how you're doing it. If you're reacting to things, if, if those reactions aren't serving you and the people around you, then what they're doing is creating drama and all of that unnecessary drama that's being created is, um, it's causing our, it's kind of causing our, our, our issues in the first place. Right. That's how I right. feel. Yeah. Right. So, so tell me about when you work with who, who, what your clients, I know you have a very holistic approach. You do different modalities and even mentioning food and nutrition. So who are you working with? Who's, who comes to you and what are they doing to achieve transformational results when, when you work with them in, in this process? I have a whole plethora of people that come to me. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> it can be anywhere from people who are very um, advanced in their spiritual journey, but they're mm-hmm. stuck. And so there's blocks within them that need to be um, dissolved and so that they can continue moving on their spiritual journey all the mm-hmm. way to people who are have an illness or have something wrong with them and don't understand how it manifests, why it's there. They can't, um, Western medicine isn't helping them. Or people that just have uh, fear, anxiety, doubt, they live in a state of fear. Um, anxiety seems to be a really big one right now. Right. A and, lot of people have a lot of anxiety and can't sleep. Yes. That affects our issues in that area too. <laughs> yes. And so I have people coming to me for all different types of things, but really what they all boil down to is most of them just do not feel empowered. 
there's mm-hmm. a sense of disempowerment and our our culture the industrialized nations disempower people and that's a form of control right mind slavery there's mind slavery going on that's <laughs> for right. lack of a better word and so so there's this angst inside of people because they know there's something more they feel there's something more but they don't know what it is so there's no guidepost they're told about the soul they're told about all of this stuff but no one's they're told it exists but no one's right. told how to actually access it and mm-hmm. so my mission is is that when i was sick um i looked everywhere outside of me now i'm trained mm-hmm. as a nurse and i have a lot of nurses in my family a lot of doctors the you know, whole thing and so I, I went to the ends of the earth, literally trying to find someone outside of me because surely someone had a magic pill they could give me <laughs> to make me better, right? right. And so um, I went through this whole process for years and years and years. And I ended up finding out that there was nobody that could fix me. I needed to fix me. Mm-hmm. Well, when I sat with myself and asked myself the question, is it possible that you're making yourself sick? Did you do this to yourself? Oh wow, yeah. Wow. But how do you how do you how do you unwrap that from the blame that comes with that kind of thinking? Because you know, I I find like I was thinking about a similar thing the other day, and it was in the frame of like, what can I learn from this discomfort? You know, like what can I learn? And I think I think that's a fine line, right? You don't want to go to like, oh, I did this it's my fault or, but like more, it's almost like we have to turn it into that positive and lean into like, well, what am I learning from this? Why did I create these circumstances to go for my soul to experience it? Right. Right, For us to to grow. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. It has nothing to do with blame. It has to do with responsibility. So taking responsibility for responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And understanding and self-responsibility can be very frightening um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it, once you start to unpack that, there's a lot there. Wow. Unpacking all that can be very, that's why I think it's very important to have a mentor, to have someone to help guide you mm-hmm. because those are, it goes deep. It goes right to the soul, right? It goes to understanding your feelings and how your feelings manifest in your physical body and how your thoughts manifest in your physical body. And so then we have to take charge of ourselves. We have the power to take that responsibility to change our thoughts so that our physical body responds to the input of what's coming in, right? Right. It's going to respond either way. So if you consciously create that input that you're putting in, no, this takes practice and it takes time, but Mm -hmm. you can do that through affirmations, mantras. There's a lot of different ways that you can do that. Just awareness, just awareness. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I guess for myself and what I hear in most of my clients is once we get past the poor me, oh, poor mm. me, I'm sick. Poor me, I can't manifest what I want. Poor me, life is happening to me and I can't. Once we get past that and understand we have all the power. No one else has all the power to change us. We have the power to change us. So once we can wrap our our brain around that, drop into our heart and operate from the heart center in forgiveness, self-forgiveness, self-love, because we need to be forgiven. We need to forgive ourselves all day long for (laughs) thoughts that pop into our heads or things that we do that 
may not be in our highest good or in the good highest good of those around us. Right. So starting to develop the mentality of that self-love and all of the self-empowerment, it's like a cup being held underneath a faucet that's constantly runneth over, right? <laughs> it's going to automatically go out to everybody around you. So that wholeness that you've worked to and you've learned about that you actually have this power that you're not a disempowered victim. Right. Um, the victim once, programming <laughs> has right. to be has to be undone. Right. And the fear yeah. programming, the fear, fear of taking that responsibility. What are people going to think when I take responsibility for myself and I start to set boundaries and I start to say no and I don't yeah. have explanations and I I need to take care of me. Now, I, I often hear the word, well, isn't that selfish? Well, for me, I took the word selfish and I thought about that for a long time. And really, it's I replaced that with being selfful. So oh, cool. you can look, mm. selfish has such a negative connotation and the actual energy of it is real sticky, right? Yeah. Selfish, because we, we fight in our heads. Our ego fights our heart about that word selfish. Are we being selfish or are we being? No, I like that. <laughs> That's how we create the healthy boundaries that are going to serve us. Um, yeah, this is amazing. So you had this, uh, it says you had this experience of the debilitating pain following your, your childbirth and you looked around at medical institutions. No one could really help you. You ended up looking within creating a spiritual journey. Can you tell me a little bit more about, yeah, what brought you into this, uh, this exact path where you are like your you know, your background, uh, maybe if you had a other, you know, different kind of religion or experience growing up, but how did you become so, so, so focused on the spiritual work that you're doing? Well, how it happened was when all else had failed me and I felt like I was painted into a corner and I really didn't think there was any help for me out there. And I just thought this is how my life was going to be. I couldn't accept that. There was just something nagging at me to keep going, keep going, keep going. There's more. So I tried, mm -hmm. you know, I did everything. I did naturopathic, homeopathic. I did energy healing. I, I became an energy healer. Mm -hmm. I food, um, understand it. I became certified in raw foods. I did all these things. But what happened was, is that I found all of this stuff and I would do one thing for a, for a couple of weeks. And well, it, it didn't heal me. <laughs> and I would do another thing for a couple of weeks. It didn't heal me. Then I came across um, a beautiful program that was a completely based in spirituality. And that's mm -hmm. where I learned how to become, a, I became a healer and an energetic and understand energy. Now, I also had a background, I will say my grandmother was extremely spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so she had, I had grown up watching her and listening to her and her faith. And, and I grew up in in a, not a super religious environment, but an environment okay. nevertheless that said, well, mediums, higher self, all that stuff was the devil, right? And mm -hmm. um, so I had some reservations, but when I got into it, what I found is that when spirit talks to you, it's always loving. And mm -hmm. if it's not loving, if it's not a loving message, then that's not spirit talking to you. Right. It's, so, it's like you're feeling the guilt or the shame or, you know, right. yeah, this is this is where we start to be able to identify that, that where that voice is coming from. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, I went to the UK and mm -hmm. I stayed there for long periods of time and I learned ancient forms of meditation. 
I learned healing. I learned how to feed the body properly. Mm. I learned um, energy with food and how food contains energy that we actually contain within our bodies. Um, right. So like when, if you're eating, say, for instance, animals that have been inhumanely raised and euthanized um, for slaughter, all of that is energy. And it's right. the meat that you're consuming, right? So then you, your body actually assimilates that and takes that on as well. Right. So we're bombarded from all aspects of this culture that we live in. It's the food mm -hmm. we're eating. It's the energetic component of everything that is being put into us. So now learning, I learned how to control or take charge, I guess is a better word of what I was actually letting into my life. Mm -hmm. okay. And I choose my TV programming. I don't just turn the TV on and leave it on and let all of that just be in my subconscious and then seep into my conscious day. Uh, I'm careful about um, what I listen to on the radio. That's why I choose podcasts because I can listen to the what I choose to listen to things um, that make you uplifted. And obviously we get that when, you know, we're processing what we're seeing, what we're hearing, and you're either increasing your vibes or lowering your vibes. Right. So that's definitely where the, this spiritual work starts. You know, I know a lot of people thought, you know, of all different paths, we struggle with rules and restrictions and, you know, what we can and can't do. And then people also feel overwhelmed when it comes to dietary choices. Oh, well, now I can't eat that. And oh, this, I don't want to be hearing this. This is just more things on the <laughs> I can't do and life list. So I'm going to run the opposite direction. What do you do when people have that response? <laughs> well, I think what happens there is we have overload, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, um, I have revamped my programs. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I went through all of this stuff, right? Piecemealing all this stuff together, learning this, learning that. And then it, you'd get, I'd just get overloaded and I would <laughs> right. burn out of it. And then I didn't want to do it anymore. So I would stop. And, but then yeah. there was that nagging again. And so, but what really, what I tell people is I invite them to get in touch with their higher self, get in touch with their spirit guides get in touch with that whole, whole esoteric team that every religion tells you is there, but yeah. never teaches you how to access. Right? right. And so once you get in touch with that part, that aspect of yourself first, then all the other things fall into place because then when you go to the market and you go to buy your dinner then you are in touch with your higher self. You, if that's really, truly an organic lemon that you're grabbing or not, because you are in touch with your feelings. Oh, well, maybe it says organic, but I don't think this one is. <laughs> or, you know, and so, or do I need this for my body? Well, it activates our intuitive abilities. And that Absolutely. is, a, that is a decision made. It's like your, your radar is going on. Uh, so you have to fine tune it, right? This process is like the fine tuning of our, of our daily <laughs> intuitive radar system. <laughs> right. And, and understanding the messages and how they come. Right. Because for, for everyone, they come a little bit different, right? I mm -hmm. mean, there's not a loud voice that just booms inside of most people's ears that say, don't touch that lemon, that yeah. they don't eat that. <laughs> or, um, you know, we just, that's not normally how it goes. It's yeah. in all the nuances. It's in all the nuances. It's the feelings. And I don't think that we're really in touch with our feelings. 
because right. our feelings have been um, portrayed to us as weakness, right? If we have feelings, mm -hmm. we have weakness, unless it's rage or anger. And then, you know, that seems to be a little more acceptable. And Somewhat, yeah, <laughs> That's, right? Or encouraged even. Right. Yeah. I think we're moving away from that in this great yes. awakening that we're experiencing. Definitely. Well, that's like the feminine energy coming in, right. you know, with, with the, well, we talk about Christ consciousness and Magdalene awakening and all kinds of divine feminine things that are happening. Um, but yeah, this is really interesting. So tell me a little bit about how you revamped your programs now, like, uh, what are you offering? How do you work with people? Because I know you do one-on-one -on -one work, but um, do you also do it obviously remote work with people or in person? How do you how do you best put your work into the world right now? <laughs> well, most of my work is remote work, or mm -hmm. it's it's done over Zoom. Yeah, and we meet once a week, and I have several different packages that people can choose from. Some people just need a little boost. Some people need long-term help, so we can meet once a week. We can mm -hmm. meet uh, once every other week. It really just depends on, I really tailor it to the person's um, individual progress because we're not all in the same place at the same time. Right. So um, I do do one-on-one, -on -one, um, but I also am putting together programs that I'm releasing actually in September. And the first program is going to be accessing your spirit guides, how to access mm -hmm. your spirit guides. And that's, oh, awesome. that's going to be group, right? That's going to be um, a group of people that we meet. Uh, it's going to mm -hmm. be a six to eight week program. I haven't decided exactly. I think it's going to be eight weeks, but um, I'm still working on the format of that right now. Um, yeah. So I think. And you said six to about six to eight people. So that's a good size, intimate kind of group setting mm -hmm. to have. I know that uh, when I've done, I like that size group because uh, you get to you know, really kind of experience each other's, you know, it's personal, but not like, like too many people. So I think that is really the best way people have a uh, powerful healing experiences when they also are, you know, in a collaborative uh, environment as well. So I love that. <laughs> and it, it creates support, right? Mm, because yeah. everyone's doing the same thing. So it creates the support and you find new friends and you find things that most people that are on the path of awakening, of awakening they're looking for other people on the path. of Right. Awakening. Yes. And we need the support the, and the right. collaboration. <laughs> yep. Because there's a simplicity to life that comes once you learn how to get in touch with your spirit guides or your higher self. Um, I mean, you have a whole team and mm. that team, we weren't just born here and said, you're on your own. The veil's going up and you're completely on your own. And you need to operate solely from the ego and you're just going to be in survival mode for the rest of all of your incarnations on this planet. That's no. not how it really works. No. So we have all this collaborative support that's there for us and learning how to access that support when we need it. There's medical teams, there's, um, you know, spiritual teams, there's teams who will help you decide what food is best for your body. It, there's everything you need. You don't know what to make for dinner. You can your higher self to help you with what to make for dinner. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like tapping into these skills is, is really important, you know, for, for the success of our day-to-day -day lives. And I, I think about it, that's the way that we step into our best and highest self. You know, people talk like I law of attraction and how do we, well, how do we do that? How do we you know, activate the laws of attraction to bring in and, you know, resonate at these vi higher vibrational frequencies. And, you know, now people are starting to understand these things more and more. 
Um, but what I like, it sounds like you, so, you know, if you're meeting with people every week or you, you do it, like, depending on their needs, it sounds like maybe every, every other week, and then you have a, a group program available. So that's, that's awesome. Is there anything else that you, um, you know, where that you, that you put people or direct them to go when they're interested uh, in your work or your services? Oh, sure. I mean, we do a lot of different things. Um, accessing the Akashic Records. Um, yeah. The Akashic Records are a plethora of information. All the energetic signatures of every single thing you've ever done while you've incarnated on this planet. Everything has an Akashic Record. Your house. Yeah. Outside, okay. Everything has that, right? So in the Akashic Records. So first, accessing the higher self. Accessing the Akashic Records for answers mm -hmm. and help with your your business, your daily life. Um any troubles that you have and mining the Akash is another one. So we can mine those Akashic records because we have been the great orator and we're real nervous to go on stage and speak. And we're naturally in this lifetime an introvert. And so we don't want to go on stage and speak. So how do I mine? How do we mine that Akash to bring forth that orator within us that's already existed and already perfected themselves how do we bring that forward right. into our into the into our present right now? Um, do you also do you, when you when you talk about the Akashic records or people's? Uh, I mean, I I'm I'm a little bit newer into all of that world, but um, are you also talking about the karma connections or like why we're having maybe certain frictions okay. with our loved ones and that we have these soul contracts and. That's why I have an ex-husband. I don't know. But are we going through all of those details as well? We, we go yeah. through all those things. <laughs> we talk about karma. And we also talk about the most powerful thing that I think um, that as a tool in anyone's toolbox is that you don't need karma anymore. Karma mm. was actually, all it is, is an energy, right? Is it, It's yeah. an energy that propels this this human part of us forward to have experiences, right? Because the whole reason for being here is to experience, have, have emotional experiences and to be able to use the five senses to navigate through those. Right. And so we need both sides of the experience um, to get to this point. However, at this point with this new energy that's here, we no longer need karma. We don't need that energetic push-pull anymore. So we can eliminate our karma simply mm. with the intention of doing so. Right. And that's why it's important. Once you eliminate your karma and you say, I no longer need karma, I'm dropping all karma from my existence. Then it's important to learn how to create consciously create the life that you want. And then we, be, we come into our magnificence. And we become the co-creators that we're here to be anyways, because that divine spark is looking to co-create all the time. And so then we're co-creating consciously from a place that allows us to manifest um, the desires and the things that we really want to experience in this life without all the struggle and the pain and the fear that we think that we need to have, right? You can't have right. something without working really hard to go get it. Mm. That's right, just right. not true. It's right. just not true. Um, that is something that we have. That's an indoctrination. It's a belief that we need to really examine. And we can see people all over the planet. It's not that we don't, it's not that people all over the planet who are successful don't work hard, but they're working hard in their passion. They're not just right in alignment. Yeah. Achieving more of an alignment with your, 
like your soul's calling. So right. if you're experiencing all this resistance and these blockages, then 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 you're not going to find that that kind of abundance. Yeah. right <laughs> absolutely which is why the, all the tools of manifestation they're wonderful mm -hmm. tools in and of themselves and they work but it's clearing out all the gunk from the lens first so right. what you want to manifest right yeah yeah and and so tell me like what makes people choose the most with you like do you feel because i know a lot of people are are talking about that you have a really holistic approach which i like you cover so much knowledge about nutrition and uh you know all the quantum energy all this all of the whole the whole program but yeah what what do you feel like uh is the best you know, reason for someone to come to you right now <laughs> i think some of the best reasons for people to come to me is because of the simplicity of what i do there is a lot of noise out there in the new age community. There's just a lot of noise. And so people, it's just like what I did when I was trying to heal myself, right? When I, when I decided that, that the allopathic Western medicine was not working for me, mm -hmm. and then I started grabbing all of these other things. Well, I see people desperately grabbing for all these other things. Well, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do affirmations every day. Well, then my affirmations aren't working. So it's the simplicity in my approach and the simplicity comes with making that connection understanding the communication understanding the connection with your higher self and understanding that power that we truly have within us and once you get to once you can open those doors and you can confidently walk through those doors that's everything else just falls right into place and all those other things that were piecemealing, the manifestation, the mantras, the affirmations, and all that, all those other things start to make their way into your life at the right time and mm -hmm. the right place. And then they actually work, right? Because you have this grander understanding and you have a deep knowing. You've tapped into that deep knowing that beautiful part, that divine part of ourselves that says yes, not, oh, I don't know, or because our ego wants to create doubt. Our ego wants mm -hmm. us to second guess ourselves. Our ego plays a major factor in what we think is survival. But what right. happens- It's just protecting you, us. Right. It's just but there to once, protect us. <laughs> once you get into that ease and flow of communicating with that divine part of who you are, then life starts to flow with a lot of ease and a lot of grace and all the difficulty that we dismantle around us starts to just crumble. It starts to fall right. and our beliefs, those beliefs around those things start to fall and we start to question our own beliefs and we start to wonder, why do I believe that I need to do that in order to exist? And why do I believe I was born dirty and that I was born in sin and that I need salvation? Right. Why? When you start unraveling all of that, that's why my programs with the one-on-one -on -one, when I do the one-on-one -on -one, is mm -hmm. so important because when people are very far down the spiritual path, it doesn't make someone who's just beginning any less than someone who's been on it for their whole life. Yeah. We're all on a spiritual path. We're spiritual beings, whether we acknowledge it or not we're all on a spiritual path. It's just reawakening and remembering what you already know, but we haven't been given the steps to do that. So it's yep. just remembering that's it. And that's simple. 
the remembering, working with dreams, working with your uh, waking moments. Um, and it's not really working. I don't like to use that word. It's more um, curiosity. Like, do you have curiosity about all of this? Do you have curiosity about why you feel all of fear, uncertainty, and doubt? Do you have, yeah. do you have curiosity about why you're here and what your purpose is? I think what's happening with the new energy is people are being funneled into by their feelings of this restlessness of finding and themselves finding out who they really are and really what does make your clock tick right that's like uh i mean the process of this whole awakening is finding our true calling and uh, so yeah i see it that way too we're all on these paths and until we look within and do a lot of this work then we are being thrown more and more obstacles to get more and more severe until that you come into that alignment. So I love that because it's so inspiring. And, and like you said, people need this work wherever they are on the process. It's not a linear thing. It's not, you know, like, like the ascension oh. process is not just, you know, better than or worse than, but it's just a process that we all have to go through. So, you know, it was really, um, you know, I think you summarized it so well in, in offering these kind of steps. Also, it's, just, you know, you help people walk through the step-by-step -step process of what they, need, uh, when they need it at that right time. Is that right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And okay. once I can, once um, I help people to start tuning in to their intuitive self, Mm -hmm. uh, what starts to happen is then they come to me and say, well, what about this? And what about that? Yeah. Oh, well, because, because you're, all, you're listening, your soul is speaking to you and it's telling you that you're now open and you're now ready to embark on something new, right? Amazing. Yeah. Well, this was awesome, Nadine. I, I love the conversation. I think we covered so much material and just had a lot of different things. I, I remember now, even in the beginning, I wanted to ask you some, some more questions. So I hope we have an opportunity to talk more. But, you know, in the future, I'd love to have you on again and answer a lot of a lot more questions. But uh, where can people find you uh, on your social media or if, you know, our listeners are interested and they want to learn more about your upcoming programs? Where's the best way to to contact you? Well, there's a lot of different ways. Um, <laughs> my website is truewisdomseeker.com and there are free gifts on there. Oh, awesome. Free can, gifts. Yep, good. <laughs> there's, there's some free gifts there that can help people just start to dismantle a little bit of this. Um, you yeah. can um, book a call with me and oh. you can talk about where you're headed, what you are interested in, how I might be able to help you. Um, but I also am on Facebook and Instagram and it's okay. true, it, true wisdom seeker. True wisdom um, seeker, yeah. Facebook and mm -hmm. uh, Instagram. And you can look for daily posts there. And you can also look, actually, I think today, I'm not positive, but I think today, all of the my free gifts are actually going up on my social oh, media. Oh, oh, yeah. good. Well, um, I'm so excited that you have that because we're gonna have all of those links. I can list them underneath the episode, and this will this will be ready for everyone to to click and find you there. So I'm so excited to have you. Any last words of wisdom or things you'd like to share with our audience before we wrap up? Because this was a, I mean, amazing call. We covered so much about the universe, spirituality, why we do this work. But yeah let me know if you have any other, you know, final thoughts that you'd like to share. I think in my final thoughts, um, it comes back to simplicity again, right? Mm -hmm. This all does not have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be work. 
It doesn't, right. you're not taking on another job, right? <laughs> what you're is what you're doing right now, what most of us are doing right now is complicated, right? Our lives yeah. are complicated. They're filled with drama and complication and all these things that we're constantly reacting to, putting out fires for. So this stuff is all about coming back to the simplicity and flow of life. And I think that when you just sit with yourself with that statement and ask, how does that make me feel, right? And mm -hmm. if it makes you feel good, then you're on the path, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're learning to say yes based off our, from our heart, not from our, our boggled mind, our crazy, chaotic, a monkey brain. So <laughs> well, and that's what this yeah. is coming out of the head and into the heart right? Yeah, it, it's totally. learning how to, how the two work together. Yes. It's learning how to bring consciousness through the head, but yes. out of the heart. Well, I love that we talked a lot about how it impacts, um, you know, day-to-day -day decisions, what you eat, what you, and you, you have a more just grounded, intuitive sense for where this, where these decisions are coming from, what feels right and in alignment with you and not like makes you feel like you said, <laughs> if you don't know how to like feel, then we gotta, we gotta like get some work going. Right. <laughs> well, and Adina, one more thing that this, that this just, this is our birthright. Mm -hmm. This isn't, it doesn't have to have a label because it's our birthright. We have chosen to forget who we are. And so mm -hmm. we're navigating and stumbling all over this planet, trying to fix something outside of ourselves so that we are whole on the inside and it's not working. Yeah. It's like, we're all in this process of remembering. I've heard that you know, it's right. like, you're going back into remembering yeah. your soul's, your soul's mission, what you're here for and, and, and all of that. So like you said, yeah, our birthright. I love that. It's beautiful. <laughs> Yep. It's every one of our birthrights. It does it, it. It's regardless of religion. It's regardless of beliefs. It's regardless mm -hmm. of race, sex. It, 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 it it's human. Yeah. We're all human energy at the birthright. same, on the same planet. I love it. Well, thank you, Nadine. I, um, that was beautiful. Thank you for everything you came and shared with me and our audience today. I'm so excited to have you. I'm going to uh, post all the links under this episode. And uh, yeah, I'm so looking forward to being in touch and, and getting our message out there. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Adina. Thank you to your <laughs> listeners too. I look forward to talking with anybody who would like to contact me. Have a wonderful yes. day. Yes, absolutely. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at the website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at adinamovana.com. Thank you again for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.